0: You are now tuning into love frequency where love grows. So let's go. Welcome, and thank you for checking in before you check out. I'm Naya, your host and favorite love advocate, and I am so glad that you join us again for another deep dive, another check-in, another necessary pause in your day where you can collect yourself and your thoughts. See, this is the podcast where love grows, and if you're new here, baby, I need you to come in and take your shoes off and stay a while. I got some thought water for you. Now, my presence on this weekly podcast has been anything but. However, things are getting back to a new level of normal for me. And I'm thankful for this time. I was recently reminded that it is not the quantity of time, but the quality of time, the quality of content. Mr. Denzel Washington himself who said, you know, everybody wants to be first. It's not about who's putting out good information, who's sharing truth. Everybody just wants to be the first one to do it. And in that, you get caught up in being trendy. And for me, love is my life. It is my religion. Ain't nothing trendy about this for me. I truly believe in it. And I believe in its power. While Love Frequency hasn't been weekly, please believe that in every episode, there has been nothing but truth. And I love y'all. So again, this new elevated normal that I'm coming into, there will be more consistency without excuse. But this time, this was so important. But enough about me and what I'm going through. I want to check in with you, baby, and see what you are going through and how you are. If you're new to the show, this is the part where we check in with you. And I give you a moment just to take in a single breath. And in this pause, in this check-in, I want you to tell me how are you doing. If you need guidance, we have a love frequency meter on the website, www.l. Dash V E F R E Q dot com. And there you'll be able to assess your levels and dive a little bit deeper and connect with episodes that will help bring you up or keep you in a high vibration. Again, Love Frequency is the podcast where love grows. So, my love, how are you? How is your spirit? So let's get into it, loves. I have had such an interesting year and it has truly been a consistent pattern of ebbs and flows. In reflection, I can see my part in it, but God, I have to check my energy and frequency more often because I'm wondering why I'm attracting what I've been attracting. Because um, honey, let me tell you, to give you kind of an example of how 2021 is flow for me. It has been high vibration January, low vibration February, high vibration March, low vibration April, high vibration, so on and so forth. So every other month I come in on a very great high and I can, I have perspective and clarity and I'm making decisions and I'm driving my projects. And then that low hits me. And all of this has been associated with me Dating people who did not align with my frequency at the time. Now, this is not to say that somebody is better or worse or that they fucked up or I fucked up. This is just for me, off the rip, is how it is. <sighs> Y'all, let me tell you, you know, I have been become kind of an expert at explaining my feelings or how I feel or helping to explain how others feel or what they're going through. You know, sharing it in a way where it resonates. But feeling your feelings is a whole fucking different thing, right? So I'm having these great epiphanies and these great anecdotal phrasings and you know, I'm a lady in waiting and I'm ready. And then when you have to show up and be that around other people, there's so many dynamics. There's so much going on and connecting with people and things going as terribly, interestingly left as they have been has started to make me doubt whether or not I can trust myself. And so I am trying to navigate through that. Have you ever been there? Am I the only one that has ever connected with someone or been drawn to someone, but because of your pattern, you're not sure if this is the one that you should give your all to, or if this is just another lesson. And how many of us have no more lessons in us left? We are so tired of missing the fucking point and then having to go through the pain. Hmm. You're not alone, baby. So what do we do What's next? See, let's get into these solutions. I'm super excited to share this information because y'all gonna get a twofer. Do you hear me? Love Frequency is the podcast where love grows because the more you know, the more you grow. So tell your friends and family to come on here. We ain't asking for credit cards so that we can all be well. If this is information I know, then it is my duty to share it with you so that you can be a little bit more informed. So I need you to get your pens, your notepads, your notebook apps, whatever you do to collect information so you can go back to and be reflective. Now's the time, baby. Here's the tools you've been asking for. And it's up to you if you choose to use them. See, I am of the belief now that everybody can't fucking go. And if you want to sit around and be a person that complains, but continues to repeat the same patterns, then good luck, baby. That is what you've called into yourself. And all I can do is support what you've been manifesting. But if you want to change, if you truly want to see transition, then this conversation is for you. Because not only do I know you need it, I needed it. So let's get this right. So how do you trust yourself? It's such an interesting question and Of all the information I've gathered, the theme that seems to be the most consistent is that in order to establish a strong foundation of trust, you should be someone that makes self-care extremely important. So write that down. Above all else, as you're planning your week, prioritize that shit. I also want you to be very intentional about where you're receiving your advice and your information. Ensure that they are sources that you can trust, baby. Now, the thing that many of us seem to avoid is that shadow work. And being able to trust yourself relies on your ability to create a relationship with your inner child. That voice inside yourself that you've been avoiding because you don't want to deal with your feelings. And that leads me into my last point. We gotta learn how to feel our feelings. Our inability to do that, our avoidance to that is what allows us to not build a true relationship with our inner child. So that way we can't and don't understand what information is good for us and what information is causing us to stay in our cycles and our patterns. And therefore, we avoid self-care at all costs. Did you catch that? Did you catch that one actually relied on the other? So that means we have to start with feeling our feelings. Oh, here you go with that tricky language. Feel my feelings. I do feel my feelings. I'm the one that has them. That does not make any sense. I can understand that. Okay, let me give you an example. All right have you ever had a shitty day of course now when you've had that shitty day have you had people answer or respond to the events that happened to you with statements like oh but you're strong you'll get over it Ooh, yes yes i have or hey you know it is what it is what can you do mm. or i don't know why you're tripping mm. i sure have suppressing negative feelings is often associated with strength, while expressing our feelings is often equated with weakness. Yo. So now do you understand why we're more likely to not feel our feelings? And I understand it. Do you know how incredibly complex it is just to process emotions? So no, baby for many of us we haven't been feeling our feelings. Let me let me break it down like this. Let me tell you what you got working against you, why you should not feel bad if you are just now coming into this awareness. Because first you have your primary emotions and that's what you really feel based on what happened. And then you're combating against your tricky-ass secondary emotions. And these are the fuckers that come and tell you that you can't do it. They're the defeating or the limiting beliefs that we tell ourselves. And then if that wasn't enough, let's add a dash of avoidance behavior. Because those are the things that we put into place in order for us to um, avoid feeling our feelings at all costs. And this is taking place all at the same time. Time. So you're saying we're fucked. Just saying all that took a lot of work, which means it's going to take a lot of work for us to become skilled in being better at expressing how we feel. True. And let me tell you a secret. Most of us don't know how to do that shit. And what's even more interesting is we've been led to believe that just because we put I feel in the beginning of a sentence, that it indicates that we're actually feeling something. Baby, let me tell you. You can use the verb feel and not be expressing how you feel. Those are often times when we're expressing an opinion, not a feeling. And it is so important to understand the differences. Let me break down a quick example. You ever been hanging out with somebody that you're feeling and you just, they're in their phone on TikToks and it starts out as harmless. And then after a while you start to feel a type of way like, hey, Can I share something with you? I'm kind of feeling ignored right now. Is that really a feeling statement? See, I feel ignored as an assessment of the actions of others rather than a clear statement of how you're feeling. Because let's break it down a little bit deeper. Let's say the day that you felt ignored you were relieved. You didn't want to be a part of whatever was going on. You needed your alone time. And in that moment, I feel ignored benefited you. But then there's another day where I feel ignored brought up feelings of being hurt because on this day you wanted to be included. Do you see how a word like ignored tells much more of how we see things? versus how we feel so my question to you baby how will you start feeling your feelings what are some habits you have been doing and what do you want to change and when when will you allow that to start with you I know some of you were thinking right now damn I should have talked to my partner differently That argument wouldn't have been so bad if I would have just clearly expressed how I feel instead of assessing the situation. Nah. This message, this message was not for you for them. This message was for you. So you can go back inward and face that inner child and tell them it's okay. I'm sorry. I was scared I've been too afraid to look you in the face And tell you I love you Because I'm afraid that I've disappointed you I'm not really good at feeling my feelings Because I haven't had a lot of practice But you know what For you For you I'm going to start trying my mind completely blown you have no idea I have spent years really being proud of myself and the way that I communicate and really what I was telling folks is I speak really clear English and I enunciate real good (laughs) but feeling my feelings whoa I know a lot was covered in a short amount of time and please believe this is the beginning of a series because we got a lot to talk about I'm not suggesting that this is a solution to all things, but it definitely will help us understand one thing just a little bit better, and that's you. And if nobody's told you today, I am so proud of you, love. I am so proud of you doing what you never thought you could. You haven't given up. Until next time.